0: This is the EWN Podcast Network. When life and business is chaotic, it is hard to see the beauty that comes from it. But I'm here to tell you, you are not alone. I am your host, Ashley Stone, and I am your chaos coordinator. I believe there's always a message in the mess we can experience in our personal lives and in business. So join me on the journey of running multiple businesses, self-carrying it up and designing a life for my family. This won't be just my story. It will be the many stories of remarkable women that have inspired me and will inspire you to discover the beauty behind the chaos. Hey, beauties, my name is Ashley Stone and I am the host of Beauty Behind Chaos. And yo, I feel like when I come up on here, I'm either in my chaos or I'm in the beauty or I'm everything in between. And so today, I am in the beauty, coming up out of the chaos, literally. I think in my world, that can be any given day, and it can transition in the same day and everything in between. So here we are, and I'm recording. Just me. I am the guest today. So um, I'm going to dive right in, y'all, because if I'm being transparent, I literally decided about four minutes ago I was going to come in here into my studio and record. I was actually, I've been in my office all day and um, I have been having meetings and talking to different people. And just overall, I'm just in a space y'all right now. I'm in a space of joy and I am in a space of active optimism. And so I want to talk about that and some other things that are on my heart. So this is just in real time. Um, which is my favorite, my favorite thing to do. Let's just jump right in. So that's what we're gonna do, and be inspired in the moment. So, um, so I said this thing: active optimism. Active optimism. The first time I had ever heard it was actually with one of my guests, Raylene Moore. She was on um, one of the episodes. I I couldn't even fully tell you which episode. I think it's episode eight. Um, but go and check that out, Raylene Moore. She's an incredible woman, and she has just accomplished so much in her life um, on the education level and career, and just all of the things. And so, with that, well, after our conversation, y'all, the the dopest conversations happen even after the podcast, which is like I swear, I just want to like keep recording after we finish recording because you know when like you are in front of a camera or you know someone's recording you, and you're just like. Um, I'm going to, um, you know, just be, be comfortable. I'm going to be myself. But at the same time, like I'm hyper aware that I'm being recorded right now. So like, I'm going to be aware of that. And so what happens is, um, after we turn off the recordings, we end up having these really dope in-depth conversations. And I'm like, Oh, I wish we recorded that. I wish we shared that. And it's funny because it's like, it's, it's kind of like how it is in life, right? We just show up and only give so much of ourselves when we feel like people are watching or listening. And then behind the scenes, we like break down and we're like, oh my gosh, but girl, this is what's really going on. And like, this is how I'm feeling. And this is my experience. And this is what it was and blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, ooh, mm, that's it right there. That's what we need to be talking about. And so it's hard to go there. And so I am... so transparent in saying that it is hard for me and I am actively pursuing, um, this, this thing, this podcast, this, this just like nudge that I'm feeling that there is more to what I want to be digging into and more I want to be talking about. And at the same time, like, where is the beauty in, in these stories? Where are these, you know, lessons and these nuggets and these things that someone could learn from? And so I have this active, like optimistic way of viewing the world and things that I experience. And so it was just really interesting because as we were talking about that, um, and after we turned off the recording and we went into all these other topics, you know, she had turned around and said, girl, you are like an active optimist. And I was just like, what is that? That sounds, that sounds cool. I I like that. That sounds good. That's like a a good compliment, right? you know, cause we all know what optimism is, but active optimism, I had never heard that before. And she had explained it to me. And basically active optimism is basically you, you pursue the good in everything. Like you don't just, you know, Oh, you see the good in everything. It's like, no, you pursue it. Like you actively look for it no matter what, even when, it's not very clear, even when it's muddy, even when it's messy, even when it's, you know, whatever it is. And like, no one can find the good in this, but Ashley can pursue and find where that good is. And so I was just like, Ooh, I like that. That is not only such a compliment, but I like, I need a t-shirt. Like I love that perspective. And at the same time, I'm like, well, maybe that's why Maybe that's why I need to do this beauty behind chaos and keep digging in, so that way you know we can talk about hard things and we can go and and dive in. But then at the same time, like that's my role. Like I'm gonna find the ac- I'm actively find the golden nugget in all of those pieces and all of those messy parts. And so those conversations are sometimes hard, and it's sometimes like difficult to kind of like open up and go there. But I find that. I don't know, maybe I just have this natural ability um, to um, connect with people where they they open up and start sharing those messy parts. And um, and, and I can sit there and, and hear them and understand and then also like actively pursue the, the best part and what they said and, and what the takeaways are and, and share that. So so I'm going to actively. Pursue that in all things. Um, and today, that was kind of like the topic of the morning. And I was just like, that is just, I started to witness it in my own self. And I'm like, okay, this is dope. All right. So I like, I shared that on my social media this morning um, with a selfie because that's like, you know, the way that you share things, right? And um, I was just kind of in my actively optimistic zone. And I shared that in that moment. And um, you just never know what's going to hit with people, right? So I was like, let me, I'm really, just in a space right now. I just want to get on this podcast and start sharing. And that was the first thing that came to mind was the start of my day and that thought process of active optimism. And so with that said, that active optimistic part of me, um, I definitely want to go into having like some really hard discussions and conversations because it segued into later having um, meetings and and connecting with people and and just all of a sudden, like, you know, these conversations that I tend to have start to meander and they go into the space of like talking about some real hard and messy things. And what I find and discover time and time again is that a lot of us won't go there unless they feel comfortable to go there. And I like to create that space for people to go there because honestly, it's reality, it's truth, but it's also my truth. And it's also my experience. And I have felt for a very long time um, in different instances in my life that I felt alone. And the scary thing is um, when we start talking about mental health and feeling alone, um, the scary thing is, is when people really dive down that rabbit hole and they start feeling really alone and isolated and that no one understands. And like that rabbit hole is deep and it can also be very dark. And it can also be very scary. And a passion of mine, um, and really, truly what I feel called for, is to talk about those dark spots, um, sometimes, you know, within the the chaos that you're experiencing, and then actively pursue the optimistic um, aspect of why you're experiencing those things, and what you need to learn, and what you need to take away, and then what you need to leave behind. And that's that's a difficult thing to do. And it's not easy, but at the same time, like if, if you don't start, if someone doesn't just start and having these conversations and be real about it, then one, we're going to start attracting the wrong things. And then two, we're setting ourselves up for almost failure in business and in leadership and in life, because we think it's supposed to be pretty and perfect the whole way through. And the reality is y'all, it's not. It is not. It is not linear. It is not easy. It is not, um, you know, simple. And for the people that it it is, I mean, g- good for you. Like, whoa, that is amazing. If it came natural to you and easy for you to have success immediately, dope. But I can guarantee you that if you sustain and you, and you keep going, you're going to hit a bump. You're gonna something something messy is gonna come through, or something is gonna come up that you're gonna have to address and have to handle. And then what happens then? Can you still sustain that success? And can you do so from a place of actually truly being happy? And there's a difference. There's a difference from being happy and experiencing joy. Joy comes from deep, 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 deep within you. It is a it is a existence. It is a part of you. It is, it is like a makeup. It is, it's just something that just resides inside of you. And I just believe happiness is on the surface. Happiness, you know, is fleeting. And I think, you know, maybe happiness lives a little bit under the layer of, of who you are. You know, when you're happy, you feel that, you know, that euphoric like happiness, but it's not ingrained. It's not like embedded because it's fleeting. And the problem is, is we pursue things that we think make us happy. And unfortunately, it doesn't sustain us, but joy sustains you. But in order to get to joy, you have to go through the chaos. You have to go through the mess. You got to embrace some things that you need to embrace or slay or like put in a chokehold, whatever it is you got to do. And that only happens if you go within yourself. And it's a mindset. It is, it's a, it's a growth mindset. It's a, it's a different way. It's a lifestyle. Like I always like to tell people like with what I do and who I am as a person and my businesses and all of this stuff that comes so natural to me today. It is a lifestyle. It is it is the way I show up in everything. And if I can't show up as my whole self in everything that I do, then it's just not going to work right. It's not going to work for me, and it's not going to all have this synergy that's working and flowing so good. Now, with that said, that took me years to learn and figure out, y'all. I don't have it all figured out, that is for sure. And I will share my chaos along the way. But like that, I, I've I've gotten to a place at least enough to know that I need to listen to that nudge. I need to work on my self-care. I need to take a break. I need to dig in. I need to push forward. I need to do. So you're going to get these cues and pretty like if you work on that, you'll eventually know what they are and you'll know when the hustle needs to be on a hundred. You'll know when it's time to take a nap girl and, and take a break. And so, you know, but you can't listen to the, to the voices and, and the things outside of you. It's the, it's the voice in you that knows it's the, the, whatever the, like whatever is inside you, whatever you believe. Um, for me, it's source. It's God. It's, it's like, it all is inside me. Right. And so I wrote this post the other day that was like, it is me against me. And if we're constantly looking like we got competitors outside of us and we are going up against someone else, then to me, you're looking in the wrong direction because it's always you against you. And if you are looking at things from that lens, it's a whole different perspective. Anything outside of you can't disappoint you, but you can sure enough disappoint yourself. And if you continue to look outside of you to correct that disappointment, you're going to be left with fleeting happiness. And unsustainability. And so when you direct that back to yourself, taking accountability, taking responsibility, taking all the abilities, right? You have the ability to really create and accomplish anything you put your mind to because it's you against you. And if you go to battle with yourself and you come up out of the other side, There is literally nothing, nothing that could come against you that will ever prosper. Because you already slayed whatever it is, whatever voice, whatever thing inside of you that was trying to cut you down to begin with. And like most of us don't really think about that. I feel like we always kind of look outwardly and and worry about what other people think. And when you get to this space of just like you don't have that worry anymore, like, that's a burden. That's what's holding you back is you're looking elsewhere. And it's like, no, hello, right here, right here. Bring it right back here. And when you can when you can conquer that voice and show up as your whole self and know that that voice, you know, sometimes is valid and you got to check in with it and go, what's going on? Why are you feeling like this? Like, you're not crazy to have a conversation with yourself. Because there's different parts of you that you've had different experiences in your life. And that's okay. And sometimes those experiences needed you to show up in a certain way. But the older you get, if you don't get familiar with which voice that is that's coming through and why it's coming through, then you're going to continually like, like not actually be able to get to where you want to go. Because it's going to be your own self that's going to trip you up. Like I didn't even know that's where I was about to go with this, y'all. I was about to share something else entirely. But you know what? I I just I I feel like you know I'm just gonna keep speaking from my heart and and I hope with these conversations that we bring to this table into this podcast is really gonna be you. I, I hope that you feel that if nothing else, the authenticity that will come through in real conversation, just showing up as yourself. And right now, I'm showing up as me, all of me. And um, what I want to give to you guys and what I feel so called into just sharing in these conversations and and having this like respect and understanding for each other and for ourselves. And if if we all did that, we would not only be better business people, better entrepreneurs, better creatives, better leaders, but we'll be better parents. We'll be better friends. We'll be better neighbors, like better strangers to each other, like all of the things that's That's my big vision goal is like heal yourself and know that the battle is not outside of you. It is within you. And if you actively pursue optimism in your experiences and do the work, eventually it will become a mindset. It will become a lifestyle. It will become the way you operate and how you show up. And when you start doing that, boo-boo, ooh, girl. When you start doing that, that's, that is, I'm, I'm learning that right now. Okay. So when you start doing that, like what shows up in return is, is everything that you've actually been outside of yourself seeking. It just shows up, right? Like you don't have to look for what's yours. And so when you get real clear on who you are and what is yours, baby, it will, it will show up. It will, it will be there. It's, it's there now. You just can't see it. And that's kind of the problem because we get in our own way. We, we get stuck. And um, and so, yeah, I mean, it, this just brings so much to me um, with this conversation. And this is like some of what I was talking about earlier with um, someone that stopped by my, my office. I, it feels weird to call this place an office. It's not. It's, it's like a, I don't even know. It's, it's a creative, beautiful, amazingness space. So someone stopped by my my beautiful, creative, amazingness space. And um, we shared some time together in and, and all kinds of conversation. And this is some of the stuff that we talked about. And it's like one of the questions that she said to me was like, but how, how do you start? Like, if I'm stuck today, how do I start tomorrow? And it's like, um, problem number one, why are you waiting till tomorrow? Like, I know you're stuck. But like, why are you waiting until tomorrow? So you can sink more? Like, you don't want to sink more. So as when you're not actively pursuing something and starting, then all you're doing is literally standing in quicksand, baby. You're literally just standing and you're stuck, but it's quicksand. And it's going to keep pulling you down until you finally say, no, today, right now, give me the stick. give me, Give me something. I need to pull myself out. I need to start. So just start. I mean, that's always my answer. And it's like, okay, well, what do I start on? Something. Anything. It can be one thing. Today, I'm gonna get up out of my bed and I'm gonna wash my hair. Like I, sometimes that's just starting. Depending on where you are in your journey or in your day or in your feelings, it all it, it's all different for everyone. So that answer is not always a clear cut, like, oh, this is what you do. And and that's the hard part, right? Is like It's not clear and everybody, it is going to be different and only you truly will know that answer, but at least assess your situation and assess where you're at right now and what is viable. What can you really do? You could have this big picture dream. You could see yourself some type of way, but if you're not taking action and you're not executing the vision, then it's just a vision. It is just a dream. And quite frankly, it is just like poof, see that dream away. Because you're never going to attain it if you're not pursuing it. And with that, it's going to be difficult. And it's going to be hard. And it's these things are going to prop up and come against you. And whether that be people or circumstances or money or whatever it is, it is guaranteed, y'all. It is guaranteed. There is going to be something. And oftentimes it's you. So you need to get that right. And if you're not sure how to get that right, that's okay. Do something, anything, just start. So that was my advice to her. It was just like, why why are you waiting for tomorrow? Like, let's go today. And she's like, but I I don't know. I don't know what to do. And like, but when, but I, I might start, but then like what happens in a week when like I'm feeling, I'm feeling, you know, pain or discomfort or, you know, this thing comes up and it's like, okay, give it grace check in on it and then start again. Like that's that's all you can really do, right? I mean, realistically, I'm a person outside of her. So, I can't really even give her the answer, but I can share in my experience. And so that's what I what I did next is I shared in my experience. Of a story that I didn't believe that I could do something. I heard the voice over and over and over again that told me I can't. This isn't possible. You know, all of those negative voices. We all got them, and I might, I might have it all together today, but tomorrow, girl, I'm a mess. And then the next day, I'm, I'm doing all right. And then the next day, oh, I'm cloud nine. Like we, we're all going through this journey, and you know, if you just got to be real about that. And know that you're not alone and we're all experiencing things. But like, what can you do for yourself today? And one of the things for me that I could do is uh, tell myself, girl, sit down. Um, we're not thinking this way. <laughs> like, you're not going to tell me I can't like how about we just see and sometimes i feel like a crazy person like i'm not going to lie like yeah i do talk to myself i don't care i will admit it i do talk to myself i am my biggest champion superwoman like big up girl like all of those things right hype girl and then at the same time i am my devil's advocate worst enemy like all of that all of, i say all the things a lot especially when i do this podcast y'all um trying to catch myself i'll i'll, I'll fix that but i like that Saying all the things, so, anyways, um, so I I have those experiences too, and that's okay. But it's just like you got to just check yourself and have that conversation with you, because, like I said, it's you versus you, and so you got to get to know you. And so I did that work, and so oh, ooh, ooh, this is a good segue. Okay, I'm gonna tell you guys this story, and I'll be a little vulnerable as I share the story, but um, it's all right, all in all in good purpose, right? So I years ago had experienced trauma and um a few times like it was just ongoing and it was almost kind of like pulling me into this cycle this cyclical trauma experience. And then as I, you know, worked on that and corrected it and, um, worked with myself and tried to navigate my feelings and all of the the stuff that I was going through, um, I eventually had to take a a stand and say like, okay, I'm not going to listen to this voice that's telling me to end my life. Like, that's where I was at, y'all. You know? I was I was in a really dark space, and that's those were the thoughts, those were the voices that were, you know. And it was me. It was me. You could call it the devil, you could call it whatever. We all have it in us; those dark little places that we could go into, and you know, I was I was there, and that was the voice I was hearing. And thankfully, I didn't listen. Um, but in all reality, it was a it was a checkpoint for me to go. Oh, what is that though? Like. I don't like that. I don't I don't I don't want to be telling myself that. I don't want to whether it's me the devil or anybody anybody like that's scary. And like I have to recognize that within myself that that needs to be corrected. And so um I did the work on that and I'm not going to lie, it was a meandering path of work and I I went to therapy and I tried kind of talking through it and try and understand and then I also one of the coping skills for me is creating and anything artistic, like just let me create. And so um a couple years later I had an opportunity to um I was a part of a reality show and it was a hair competition and it was hyper creative. And I went into that competition and when I was there, I had another like really strange experience. Um, And I don't know that I'm ready to go into things like that, but um, I will share share the story. But I had an experience that definitely, definitely pulled out some demons in me in terms of just like my thoughts. And I didn't know what that was. And so I left there. After that experience, I lost like 10 pounds. I was definitely like not in a good headspace, Um, but I tried to ignore it and like keep pushing through. I had businesses at the time. I did this reality show. I'm like, life is great. Everything on the surface, like Ashley, you're killing it. Like girl, I don't know what that is, but like put that to the side, like you're good. And then a couple months later, my, um, friend from high school, one of my best friends, um, we had reconnected after I finished filming the reality show. And, um, we were going to like, again. Like we, we ran into each other and it was just like, Oh my gosh, you're doing great things. Like this is amazing. blah, blah, blah. And we were like, we got to get, we got to get back together. Like she did hair and she wasn't, I don't think she, she wasn't doing hair at that time, but it was just kind of like, damn, we went through our hair journey through school and everything. And we were just like, wow. And she's like, I can't believe you did that show. Like she was so proud of me. It was great. And just, it was just a good catch up. Right. And we were like, let's, let's reconnect for sure. We got to get back at this. And two months later, she was killed by her ex husband. Um, And so that was, I mean, that was just, that was heavy. It was, I had never, at 25 years old, I had never really experienced death, especially so close and um, so young. And the reality of all of that, and I don't know that I've even fully processed it, to be honest. it was just a lot. And so part of my trauma that I had experienced when I was younger was um, physical abuse. And I was in a really, really abusive relationship for two years um, as a teenager to the point I was in fear for my life and I had to switch schools and I had to hide from him. And, and he actively pursued trying to find me um, for years. And he eventually like went to jail. And every time he would come out of jail, he'd come looking for me, um, which always like, made me scared and this went on for like over a decade um and so mentally that just there's so many things that just like kind of wreaked havoc on me and I didn't really address it and I just kept on like creating and I'm just gonna ignore this and I'm just gonna create 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 and focus on my career and that will be a great scapegoat right and so it worked for a little bit and um and then it started not working. It started coming up in other ways where I was experiencing these, um, like, because I'm so creative and so visual, like, I started experiencing these really weird experiences. And, like, it was in real time. Like, it, I was basically, I know what was happening now, but I was triggering. And I was just having these, like, episodes of re-experiencing the trauma or these things that were done to me. And it was just putting me in this like state of like, I don't know. I don't, psychosis is, I don't, I don't know if I'm even explaining it right, but um, it definitely put me in a state of, I I was not myself. And so then um, as things progressed, I knew something like it scared me. I started, I started to feel these like really scary, um, hear these really scary thoughts and, and fears and, I was really afraid to like be in spaces like by myself, and just the stuff was like happening. And at the same time, I was running these businesses. I had employees and like people I was around all the time, and I wasn't sharing that I was going through all these like personal things. And I didn't even know what was happening. I didn't even know what I was experiencing. And so as time went on, um, it slowly started to creep over into my experiences in business. And some of the people that had worked for me, I would I would end up like triggering and I would have these experiences. I had I had a moment where um a span of time where I had a group of people that worked for me and they stole from me. And um there was just this whole thing that it created of not feeling safe and not trusting people and just feeling like abandoned and just all these things came up for me. And honestly like maybe it was just the circumstance of, of the moment, but it it like, it set me back for like on a personal level in such a way that I was starting to just spiral and, and no one knew. And like, you know, besides my husband and, and that wreaked havoc on our marriage and, you know, trying to understand what was happening with me. And I just really felt like a basket case. Like I felt crazy and, but at the same time, what I was experiencing was real and I didn't know what to do with it because it was scary and I didn't know who to talk to. So of course it was like, okay, well then I'll try to go back to therapy. And so I went to therapy. Um, I was in my late twenties. I was, uh, 29. Um, and so within that time frame, I mean, so much happened, um, Processing the death of my friends. Um, I was triggering and I was re-experiencing some of the traumas, from my younger years and I had two miscarriages and, um, I was just kind of like, and I was trying to build this company and, and live these two different lives that was happening. And, and I didn't mean to, it wasn't on purpose. It was just kind of like, I don't know. And so when the two lives kind of, uh, just came to a head, right. Um, that's when I was like, shit, I don't have this outlet anymore. I don't know what to do. And basically where, so going back to having that experience where people kind of stole from me and, you know, I really didn't trust people and the people that stole from me, like it, it ignited and started with someone that was a family member that worked for me. And then I considered like my sister and then it was like my best friend and, It was just this mess and I was just like I didn't have this outlet anymore. I didn't have this space to feel comfortable to feel safe and then it brought through all of this like stuff that's been sitting under the radar and it was scary. It was not good. It was not good. Okay, so so in all transparency, that was the reality what I was dealing with at 2930 and then So from there I went to therapy and, um, when I went to therapy, she was like the first person that finally, like, I didn't actually, I don't like there, I didn't like therapy. I felt like talk therapy wasn't the right fit for me to just sit there and talk and tell my problems and whatever. Um, I just felt like a crazy person and I was just like, I don't know where I'm going with this and now this isn't even like making me feel better. I don't even know what to do. And I'm kind of a solution-focused person, and so I just didn't feel like this was the solution. But there was one thing she said to me that stuck out to me, and she's like, I think you have PTSD. And I was like, what? What's PTSD? And so um, she explained PTSD, and I was like, that's like something like military people have. Like, I went to war, and like, I don't have PTSD. And so I left there, but it always like kind of stuck with me. And so because I love to be solution focused and, and research and whatever, I was just like, let me look into this because I'm definitely going through something. I got to figure this out. And so lo and behold, I learned more about PTSD and I was like, this is in fact what is going on with me. And so um, I was going to kind of dive right in and do the work. And then I found out I was pregnant with my daughter and I ended up just um not doing the work. I, I started it and then I just stopped and got pregnant with my daughter. I had my daughter and I did what I did. I rebuilt my company. I started rebuilding, creating, and doing all the things. One lesson in this is to tell you that if you don't address those things within you, that is just buried it's going to come through again. It's going to come to the surface. There's going to be something that props up. There's going to be something that that happens. And this, the not scary, but the the crazy thing is, is that honestly, we won't even always recognize it as that's what's coming through. You, you, sometimes you ever have like an experience and you're like, I don't know why I'm feeling like this. And, but I just do. And like, whatever, or like you have a certain reaction to things and that's just the way you are. And it's like, well, that's just who I am. And At the end of the day, it's like, no, maybe there's something more here. And 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 maybe there's not, you know, like everybody's different. I don't know everybody's story. I'm just sharing mine. But um, so I just want to kind of be mindful and respectful that everybody's journey and everybody's experience is different. But I will be transparent in sharing my story and saying that um for me, I was um already starting to be aware. And so when it came through again and I was starting to have triggers again and these experiences. I was like, oh, girl, no, no, no. We got to do something about this. And um, that's when I had decided I was going to look into um, trauma therapy, which is EMDR therapy. And EMDR therapy, y'all, is not easy. It It is probably the hardest thing that you will do in terms of someone or anyone processing trauma because EMDR therapy is like, you are reliving your traumas. You are going back to the, to the to the core, to the moment, to the things, and you are reliving them. And it is work. It is work, but it is worth the work because it took me, EMDR therapy is not simple. It's difficult. It's hard work, and it takes time. And so for me, I was just like, I don't have the time. I'm too busy. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. But next thing you know, what was happening? I'm having the same experience. I'm re-experiencing with people and circumstances. And now here we go again. And it just becomes this cycle that until you learn the lesson, <clears throat> whatever it is, it's going to keep circling itself back until you learn it. And, and unfortunately for me, it was starting to, like I said, spill over into business. And I was just like, why do I keep going through this with people? And why, what is this experience? And, And there was this one person one time, I didn't like what she said. I didn't like this perspective. But it was like, um baby girl, you're the common denominator. Like, maybe it's you. And I'm like, excuse me? Me? No, it's not me. It's these people. Like, I keep attracting the wrong people. Like, that's why. It's them. And I just wanted to help. And I was just trying to be there. And so on and so forth. And honestly, so I at first deflected. But I had learned to begin to reflect. And I, instead of being defensive in, in what she said, I kind of sat with it and I reflected on it. And I'm like, well, of course I'm the common denominator. Like these are my experiences. I'm always going to be the common denominator. But then it was just kind of like, well, what am I attracting? What am I doing? What am I saying? What, what is it that's recreating these experiences that I'm having with people in business? Because in all honesty, I had attracted more people that stole from me. And that like abandoned me and made me feel like trash for who I was as a person. And the whole time I was thinking I was just helping. And when I assessed the situation, I realized I was attracting people that were broken like me and I just wanted to help and I just wanted to be there for them and I just wanted to do things for them and make things better. And in reality, like they were broken too and they were handling me in the way that they handle themselves being broken and so i had this like aha moment of like wow if i heal and i'm not broken i won't actively seek people other people to heal and like like let me heal my brokenness so that way i'm pursuing people from a place of wholeness and know how to handle these situations better like I hope that hits for somebody and makes sense cuz yeah that was like my like game changing moment for me in my own journey and as a person and as a business owner and as a leader like and I was not any I was not I was not I don't want to say I wasn't any of those things at that time I was sure enough trying trying to be those things and show up in that way but it really was like I needed to go inwards. And I needed to work on this mindset and work on this approach to, you know, what I want to do as opposed to seeking it and trying to pursue things outside of me. And then also trying to fix broken people that aren't ready to be fixed. And, and instead getting myself in these situations, that's just like almost kind of at a certain point, it was starting to like damage me further. And just really feel jaded about relationships and people and trust and and all of that. And so I was like, okay, I I see this, I hear this, and now I got to just do something about it. And so I went in and I I went I went to EMDR therapy um, regularly and I did the work, and it was not easy. Um, if any of y'all know me or see me in in, in my pictures, I have a tattoo on my arm. And the tattoo is a lion and there's a mandala on its head. And it's like in the like bushes and kind of peering through. And it's, it's a pretty large tattoo. It takes up my whole arm. It was originally meant for my thigh. And um, when I got there, my husband was like, you're putting on your thigh? And I was like, yeah, that's, I want it to be big. And like, but it's for me. And he was like, yeah, but it has such significance. Put it on your arm so that way you could see it and be reminded. And I was like, okay. So the guy had already printed it and was about to transfer it onto my thigh. And I was like, ah, put it on my arm. And so, y'all, I went in one sitting and did like literally a half sleeve um, because he was not going to resize it. And so I was like, it's fine. It doesn't make it huge. It's okay. My first arm tattoo. And so this tattoo is on my arm. And my husband was absolutely right. It is my reminder. So the purpose of the lion was when I did this EM- EMDR therapy. Um, when you do trauma work on yourself, you need this like safe space because safety is an issue with people that have experienced trauma. And so you need this safe space when you do this work and visualize a safe space. And so my safe space was this meadow and this lion. And so when I would close my eyes, that's just what I saw. And I was like, that feels just really peaceful, calming, safe, all of those things. And so boom, that's going to be my visualization when I do this work. And so, as I did this work, um, the lion in the meadow was just the thing. And, And then I started learning about meditation. And that's like a whole another podcast for another day. Um, the power of meditation and just what that did for me on the level of just peace and being able to navigate things easier. Um, but that's how the mandala came about and um, just the the whole design of the tattoo. So it has such significant meaning for my healing journey, and so I have it tattooed on my arm. But um, anyways, that totally went into a whole other topic. But. Find that visual um, for yourself. And um, that will, that will help you in your in your process because certainly it is not easy work to do. Um, but, anyways, going back to the EMDR therapy, I did the EMDR therapy, um, went in and did that work. Well, as I was doing that, I just heard this clear voice um, in terms of just like in preparation, like something I was in preparation for, and um, I just needed to be clear-minded and focused and all those things. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing that. Like, I've been doing that. And then there just came this day where I was hungover, and I was feeling like trash, and I had way too much wine the night before. And the next day, every time I have wine or too much wine, I would always almost kind of like spiral again or just have these like setbacks. And um, triggers. And so there was this one morning where I was just like literally crying on the floor of my bathroom. And I was just like, I don't get it. I'm doing everything right. Like I'm doing all the work. And like, why am I still like suffering? Why am I still struggling with this stuff? And then I just heard that voice clear as day is like, girl, because you need to not be drinking. You need to not be doing, you need to stay clear. You need to stay focused. Like you're not focused right now. And these are things that are going to basically trip you up. And so like that was a voice in my own self and not that it was necessarily this big problem, but maybe it was, I don't know. Like some, I feel like even now after um, COVID and, and just everything like, you know, drinking is, is a, is a, like a social thing and whatever, but for some people it's, it's a hard thing and, and some of it's actually related to some of my trauma and triggers. So it was just like, a duh, yeah, you need to give that a, like, that's not going to help your healing journey. And so I was like, okay. And so I didn't drink. I meditated. I ate clean. I just got really, really clear. And y'all, when I did that, I mean, things were shifting. She, things were like just falling into place and all the right things were were just happening and business was great, better than it had ever been. And like all the pieces were falling into place. So I thought, and then COVID hit and COVID completely destroyed my company. Um, but also like in the best of ways, but it also opened up this, you know, opportunity for me to continue on this healing journey that was meandering and up and down, and everything in between, and just took me on this crazy, crazy wild ride of just learning myself, and who I am, and, and I was tested in that, ooh, was I tested in that, time and time and time again, and y'all, it's been two years since that, and I will say that I have come to this place of wholeness and comfort with who I am, and how I show up, and like what I do. And it has taken a lot of time. And I think people don't talk about that enough or talk about any of these things that I'm sharing with you and also keep it real and be like, chick, this is going to take a minute. This is going to take consistency. It's going to take some time. It's going to take showing up. It's going to take hard work. It's not going to be where today I don't know what to do and tomorrow I'm stuck to and like and then days and days and days and days go by and nothing happens, nothing changes. It's really going to take you to just show up and it's showing up for you. And, and inadvertently, when you start showing up for yourself, you then become fully capable and available to show up in everything else that you do, whether it's business, life, or family. And that's a huge goal for my, for myself always is like, I want to show up as all of me, the best of me, the best parts. And are there going to be bad parts that come through and ugly parts? Sure. But I, I can recognize that now. And I can see when that comes through and I could say, baby girl, you need to take a break and you need to rest because like, you know, or you need to go on a stint of like, you know what? I can't drink wine today or tonight, or tomorrow, or maybe for the next couple weeks. Like I need to, I'm going through something right now. And like, I know what I need to do for myself while I'm going through this so I can come back. And so that's where I am in my journey. And um, I could just, I can only share my experiences and be transparent and truthful in it to say that it is possible for you to accomplish Literally anything you put your mind to, but until you conquer yourself, like truly anything outside of you will never fill that that gap. And so to live with joy and to live with purpose and to live from a whole space, it really will only come if you address and check yourself and just know who you are, where you are, and what you need, so that way you can proceed. And that just rhymed. Ooh. Who you are, where you are, what you need, and then you can proceed. That's like a that's a t shirt. <laughs> I, I can't. So that is my message today. That is that is where we are. Y'all, I came on to this podcast, I ain't going to lie. I came with, with something else. I was going to talk about something else entirely, but here is the great thing, is that I will always show up in myself, and whatever that message that needs to come through for whoever is listening right now and in this moment, and even for myself, then that's what it's supposed to be. And so that's what this episode um, was, was whatever, I guess I needed that too. I needed that. That, uh, that moment to share and then also um, I'm, I'm pretty positive. I'm a big believer um, that there are no such thing as coincidences. So anything I do share and come on here and especially if it's not part of the plan and then all of a sudden it's here and I just start talking about it, then it's like, oh, this must have been a word for someone listening that needed to hear what I just had to say. So that's what that was. So um, anyways, before I completely digress and start going into... Um, Um, Anything else, because I realize I'm getting good at this whole talking to myself thing on this microphone. Um, I also just looked at the clock, and it is 47 minutes. And my episodes are, you know, 45 to 55. I'm doing good. Woo-woo. Hooray me. That was good. All right, y'all. I'm going to get up off of here because, y'all, you know, I got more stories to tell. I got more things I want to share, more insight, more perspective. And, um, you know, bring bring my whole self to this microphone and share in this with you and celebrate you as well. So if you are following me on any of the things that I have going on, um, if you're not, check them out. If you are, stay in touch. Um, but I will plug all that now. I have an Instagram. Y'all, I have too many social medias. Okay, let me, let me see here. I have, I'm on Instagram. So my personal Instagram, um, is ashley.nicole.stone. So give me a follow on there and hit me up, slide in my DMs. If I inspire you in any way, or if I said something that hit girl, share that with me. Let's celebrate together. I just dropped my phone. Sorry about that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I actually turned it off today. That's a good start. But anyways, follow me on Instagram, Ashley.nicole.stone. Slide in my DMs. If anything I said hit for you, this is your this is your like wake up call and uh and also your nudge to do something, to start something, and to do the work, to show up, show up for yourself, do the work for yourself so that way you could show up whole um in everything else that you do and then follow uh, our podcasts um, it's beauty behind chaos podcast on instagram i also just launched a website for it beautybehindchaos.com and then we're also on facebook i started a facebook group for us to connect in real life real time not real life cuz social media but it's okay it's it's life and um also with a bunch of other women that i am building up this group with and um Bringing the ho- the other guests that I bring on this show, they're going to be in that group. And so it is new. It's like 100-something people. And I really want to stoke the flames to get conversations on and popping. So if you join, join and start some conversations, y'all. Let's chat. Let's talk. Let's be real. And, um, you know, embrace the mess because there is a message in all the messes. Mess, messes, messes. There's a message in the mess. Um, All right, y'all. That's my time. So I will see you guys next time. Have a beautiful and blessed day as always. Be beautiful. Be bold. Be you. Bye, guys. Thanks for kicking it with me until the end. If this episode inspired you, share it with a friend because when we learn, we live and we can all use a pick-me-up. I would love to see if you benefited or enjoyed this episode. Use the hashtag beautybehindchaospodcast. See you next time, beauty.